Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and beer might make you see your dead wife. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Frank by Julie Hamill. And starting with the beverage, Jimmy, you brought this. This is... Did I? I think so. Okay. I didn't. It's called... I didn't. I, what is it called, Michael? It's called Goose Island Islay. Islay. It, so typical for us, it has uh, almost nothing to do with the book. Uh, it's Scottish. But it's not. It's made in Chicago. Yeah, but Islay is Scottish. It is an imperial stout made by Goose Island, who are a Chicago brewery. We've had some of their stuff before. And it is, in, I said imperial stout already, aged in, of course, scotch barrels for 17 months. It's enough time to have two babies, practically. Which is part of this book, too. Mm, or if yes. you have twins, four babies. <laughs> it is 13.4% alcohol. And as we oh, record God. it, and it is 100 fucking degrees out, this was not smart. No, I'm going to uh, get twice as dehydrated from the sweating and the peeing. Oh, my goodness. That is peaty. Smoke. Yeah. That is very smoky. This is actually the best Imperial Stout I've ever had. It's, it's delicious. Because I don't generally like the chocolatey coffee ones. This one tastes kind of like scotch, and that's classy as fuck. This is really good. So I really like the uh, smokiness. I really wish delicious. it wasn't 100 degrees outside. <laughs> I will say, does this taste like a 13.4% alcohol beer to you? No, it does not, and that's nope. why I'm scared. That's why I'm going to drink more of it. So right, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> Julie Hamill is, I believe, Scottish, right? I don't know if she is. I have to imagine. Because the book is kind of seems autobiographical, but she is actually a, a fan of the show. She For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know we had any of those. <laughs> but she, we got in touch on Twitter, and she said she has her book, and she'd love for us to do it on the show. We said, okay. The main reason we started the podcast, this is actually our 52nd episode, is that right? Yeah, this is our last one, our last episode of our first year. Huzzah. We didn't miss a week. Nope. We didn't did miss not. a week for an entire year. It's a lot of hangovers. We should count how many beers that was in that year, but I'm also afraid to... I'm going to say it, it's public. definitely at least 400. Easily. Easily. Because like, probably the average... The first few episodes, it was like three or four beers, maybe. But later on, it was like... There were like 10, episodes, 10 beer episodes, 11 mm-hmm. beer episodes. Probably a lot. You know what? We'll talk about that at the end. Definitely. Well, anyway, she got out and she's like, hey, would you like to do my book on your podcast? I'm like, well, when we started the podcast, we wanted free beer or free books. This is the first free book. This is the first free book. And Though possibly not our last. Definitely not. Uh, he'll come. They'll come running after this. She's yeah. writing mm-hmm. a sequel, <laughs> but so she sent it to us, and then there's like a big pain in the balls because she's in the UK, and we're trying to mail it to Jimmy's place in Queens, and the UK is like, that's not a real address. Queens addresses are not real. Queens addresses are the only address I that happen, makes sense. I agree a hundred percent. No, I happen to agree. It that tells Queens you where the intersection is. At all. The rest of the world is wrong. The addresses here are just like it's this street and this avenue. Blah. Brilliant. Fuck everyone else. Everyone else is like it's this street. Where is that? I don't know. So it's like 72 and a street. Like, well, where is that? You just start at one and you count up. <laughs> Whereas Queens, it pinpoints you to the corner. It makes perfect sense. Until you get into like Forest Hills where there's like 69th Avenue or 69th Point, Road. Where there's all of the 21s in one <laughs> square block. Or when there's a street name, but they give it, you have to give it a number in the address. Yeah. So it's not perfect, but it's better than everyone else. Do you know in, um, I don't know if it's technically part of the UK, which is a crown dependency, Guernsey. What the, the fuck is a Guernsey? Guernsey's one no, of the... you put dead people on? It's uh, one of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a cow. It's one of the <laughs> oh, Channel Islands, which is where the cows live. Okay. I went there a few years because my wife has some family there. The addresses only go up to seven. The addresses live there. are amazing. You just name your house. You give it a name. <laughs> and then like send it to... Like an estate or like Chuck? Whatever you want. Like They're like nice houses. It's an expensive place to live. But it's like a house, you know, on a, you know, like you'd see in any other residential suburban kind of area and they're like oh this ha-. and in front it just has like a little sign there's no numbers it just says Arrow Lodge like, that's, that's my address I live on Arrow Lodge Chuck Manor and then like Big Cock Hotel <laughs> and, 
Yes, I'm staying there. <laughs> I'm the proprietor. How did they know I'd be there? I think I'll the check The robes in. are extra large underneath. They have to turn down the sheets twice for me to get in. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's because you don't go to the Big Cock Hotel. That's true. So anyway, Julie Hamill sent us this book. Uh, we figured out how to get it sent to Queens, which was by just typing the address into the internet and making them accept it. Yeah, you just take out the dash. Oh, yeah. And uh, we've written, actually, for a, a free book given to us by a person we never heard of on the Twitter. Surprisingly good book. Mm-hmm, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was uh, shocked. I was kind of expecting us to be like, oh, God, how do we... How do we tell us that we don't want to do her book Not on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Or just be mean to it. And she was really kind. And, and she like emailed me a PDF of it. And she was like, I'm like, that's fine. She's like, no, I really want to send you a physical copy of the book. And she gave each of us a copy. She sent us three copies of the book. Mm-hmm. That now adorn our bookshelves. And uh, it was good. It was a solid gift. So um, it takes place in Scotland in like the 70s, 80s. 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 I'll take your word for it. Over like a period of like, I don't know, 18 months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And follows the life of, believe it or not, Frank. I believe it. <laughs> How do you know? I didn't until I read it. I got to trust Michael. And uh, Frank is an old dude. Late 60s. Yeah. Like recently old retired. Re- old retired man. He, uh, in the beginning, opening scene, it's a pretty brief read. It's almost like kind of like these little vignettes. Like there's like time between each chapter. Yeah. It was originally written as a play, it says in the back. So that's I why that. it, it, it definitely reads. There's only like, like four settings. Mm-hmm. And the most important part about the story is that when it was a play, it was the Merry Widower of Windsor. I don't know what that is. Well, the Merry Wives of Windsor was a Shakespeare play, right? I have no fucking it idea. It was, yes. But Frank's a widower. Frank is a widower, which means that he's a spider. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we're drinking this next beer that you brought, Jimmy. It's called Deadhead. <laughs> <laughs> because his wife is dead. Not only her head, but the rest of her too. <laughs> subtle. Very subtle. But it's by the Destile Brewery. Oh, I guess that's the style. language. The style. Is it like Dutch or Belgian or some shit? Looks like it. It's an imperial no, red it's ale. From, it's from Bloomington, Illinois. Well, that's where style comes from. That's true. It's where they invented parachute pants. I, that's almost ridiculous. Really? No creature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true, but it might be. Look it up. If it, you know where parachute pants were invented, <laughs> send us a message. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's an imperial red IPA. It's 9.4% oh, by God. volume. It's 86 IBUs, so that's higher that's a lot. than that's pretty 40 high. IBUs. It's higher than 83 as well. <laughs> can name a lot of numbers that's higher than... Uh, only, only 80... Oh, I guess if you go negative, then go yeah, negative, a lot yeah. of numbers. And it's lower than quite a few numbers. <laughs> most, it's lower than most numbers. <laughs> most numbers are lower than most numbers. There are many integers. It says it's got full flavors of biscuit. Are those, are those limp biscuits? Uh, I believe they are Pillsbury <laughs> buttermilk biscuits. Which I could eat about four of right now. So I don't black out. From the makers of Crescent Roll Lager. I guess this is some sort of like Grateful Dead reference. It must be because it's like a tie-dyed skull. Would yeah. be great. On yeah. Bottle. And a bandana. If anyone wants to look at it. It's, fucking, it's a pretty bottle. And the skull has a beard. As yeah. opposed to a bad band, uh, which is what they are. I'm grateful they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's not grateful his wife's dead. No, no. I'm pretty bummed. <laughs> smells nice. That, that is very bitter. That's fucking weird. I like it. I think it's good. It's I drink this. It's yeah. It's like a, it almost tastes kind of like a almost like candy. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It's I'd say it's more sweet than bitter. I think they're evenly balanced. Like you know, when you see Imperial IPA, you expect this bitterness, but much drier. The red refers to not only the color, but I, but the types of malts that are added. Yeah, biscuit is a type of malt. Oh, it's not actual biscuit. No, they don't throw biscuits in. Though we did once have a beer with biscuits in it. It was the uh, the Ku Klux very, Klan very beer. 
Oh, with the fucking the clam. That was one of the best beers I ever had. Yeah, that had, that had biscuits, and biscuits in it. Yeah. Okay. And For those of you who didn't hear that episode, it wasn't actually a Ku Klux Klan beer, and Jimmy did not just praise it for being a Ku Klux Klan beer. But it did come in it a did, hooded yeah. robe. What was it? Yellow belly it did, rascal. Yeah. It's supposed to be yellow belly. Yellow belly. And it was purposely made to look like a Klan's member or a spooky ghost. <laughs> Should have saved it for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yellow it's belly because people are scared on Halloween. They're yeah. yellow. Yeah. So this is pretty good. And again, like, what the hell were we thinking with these strong beers on this hottest? I didn't know it was going to be. I didn't know it was going to be like a fucking New Orleans sauna outside when we did this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm. We need to all be wearing like just boxers and wife beaters to survive this day and this drinking. I'm, I'm game. <laughs> Pause. Pause recording. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's all, let's all pile our clothes over here. All right, so we get into the pile. So anyway, right. the book starts with what? Back to the book. Frank so, can um, see his dead wife. Yeah, Frank. He's hallucinating. It's like or very, she's a ghost. It's a very, very low stakes sixth sense. <laughs> I see just dead one. person. Just one. Just one. And she's generally quite polite and uh, gives him advice. Not like you know, yells at him about her bloody murder. Although, like, like that poor child. Fun fact: After reading hallucinations by Oliver Sacks, he in one section of the book he says that hallucinating. Uh, someone, a close person who just died, is in fact not that weird. Like, that is not unheard of. People really do. Now, it's usually like the next day. Like, I swear I just saw them downstairs, but they died last night kind of thing. Not that it's a ghost. It's just that people, you know, were in their kind of kind of shock. Yeah. But he, like, continues to see his wife over the next And they, like, talk and shit. Well, she yeah. kind of... Or has one-sided conversations. Well, she's like, hey, you should... That shirt doesn't isn't tucked in, asshole. Like, she doesn't, like, making sure... Even after she's dead, she nags. Love it. Well, there's one married guy here I could tell you. That's true. That's true. I'm always not dead. <laughs> but I, I know it will be one day. So he sees his dead wife. And you don't know that right away. Like he's, That's how yeah. the first chapter ends. And you're like, and when I was reading, I was like, whoa, what kind of book is this? Because mm-hmm. then I was like, that's a ghost story. Ooh. But it didn't feel like it. It's like, oh, there's an old man putting on his tie to go down the, have a pint. So we'll publish this under the fantasy tag. <laughs> yes. And or uh, on, what's the other one? We have she she authors or whatever. <laughs> Lady authors. <laughs> so his wife June June has mm-hmm. died, and appropriately enough for us, our podcast. What did she die of again? Uh, it is, it's not revealed until the middle of the book, but she's died of alcoholism. <laughs> so here's to June. <laughs> How about another beer? <laughs> I felt like I felt like peeing blood today. Yeah. Well, we got a few more. Um, I think this one works for June. Yes, it does. So we're going straight. We're going in order. These are all the Jimmy beers. I think. I'm okay with that. From McKellar, San Diego. Oh, we were just there for the natural. I think I just want to read because it's so sweaty the candy. <laughs> it's an imperial stout brewed with cinnamon, lactose, and coffee. And it's a collaboration series. Now it's it's 11% alcohol. Oh, Jesus God. And it's, I think it's, I can't tell who they collaborated with. Sounds good. Oh, oh my. What kind of beer is this again? Imperial stout. Oh. Mm-hmm. With coffee. Beer. And lactose and cinnamon. It is fucking delicious. It smells. It smells banging. This is really good. This is the kind of sauce that could make you an alcoholic Holy and die shit. when you're in your fifties, like June did. It tastes like a. Tastes like dessert. It really does. It does. Yeah. I I want all of it, but I know I can't drink any more than this. <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch in a beer can. Well, like like an even heavier yep. cinnamon toast. Like if you left all the cinnamon toast crunch in the milk for a year and it solidified, <laughs> and then drank that. And you put it in a centrifuge and. <laughs> Because you're a scientist who makes cinnamon toast crunch beer. Anyone can buy a centrifuge, I think. I actually don't know. I think they're short. a science license. Uh, <laughs> science, science, science license? <laughs> One science, please. Where's the paperwork for science? <laughs> I, have my, I only have my, my learner's permit for science. You have to go down to the... I SMB. could just do earth science. 
amateur scientist, which is the best kind of science. I think if, uh, if, I, if I was making a porno with science as a theme, I, they would call it centrifuge. <laughs> Check out my centrifuge. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, you're Benson burning my ass. <laughs> I don't know any more science words. Uh, I'm trying to think of something for Beaker. How many moles of force are you going to use? <laughs> I'm going to go plunge into that black hole. <laughs> you're going to get sucked in. Can't escape. <laughs> Until you shoot an Avogadro's number of loads into it. Oh, man. I forgot about Avocado's number. <laughs> what was it? Seven? Eight? <laughs> I think it was more than that. The little Rascals? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Try eight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know that recognize that? Oh nope, man, the Little Rascals movie. <laughs> when they, the two. What is your account? Their number? children uh, standing on top of each other with a long trench coat, dressed as Hasidic Jews, trying to pretend to be grown-ups at a bank. And he's like, "What's your account number?" He goes, seven. And they're like, uh, eight. <laughs> that's that's, man. That, Mel Brooks. The, the banker was Mel Brooks. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't remember anything else in that movie. That thing had seven, just eight. like that had like cameos out the ass. Oh, you gotta watch that again. Yeah, it's it's it holds up. It holds up. <laughs> All right. So so June is dead. <laughs> We've gone through chapter one, and now Frank is hanging out, and his daughter Jackie, who's in her she's early twenties, twenty, early twenty, yeah, something and, like that. You know, she's all like, "Dad, you gotta come meet you know, my be, new boyfriend. Meet my new boyfriend. He's, he's really nice. I promise." And he's like the town asshole, and he's like, "Okay, hen, hen." They call everyone hen. I assume hen. it's a Scottish thing. Men are called cocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than calling everybody cunt, which is what you do when you know them really well. Yeah. It's like friend, which does not go over well here. <laughs> they, really, they really don't like that. So when you come to America, Scottish people, don't say that. It's a little different. You can't say that all the time. Yeah. It's, but, it'll go interestingly. To whoa. Twat are you talking about? I'm not your cunt. So his... They go to meet Tommy. Tommy, who's the town he, douchebag. He, he like owns the bookie shop. He he like is a bookie or he works in the bookie. He he's both. But he's, he's a, like that. He's a known coxman. Yeah, he's a philanderer and a man about town. He is a, a cad. I don't know what a cad is. Is that like, like a, a dick guy? Isn't it? Yeah, he's definitely a cad. Ishak, and he <laughs> <laughs> and he's a rude fucking asshole. Yeah, he treats. Everyone. Everyone like shit, except Maureen, the town hussy, or just another his he's side, actually, side piece. He's actually not very nice to Maureen either. No, he's, he's, he's pretty terrible in general to everyone, which... He has to have serious wang. Like, he's a douche. It's four feet around. It's, it's, he's got a Christian Grey cock, and he <laughs> just whips that thing out, and it's like on the table. And people, he's mean to me, but I can't walk for a week afterwards, so... He's I'll got a totem pole in his... Sorry, scrotum pole between his legs. <laughs> and he uses, he uses his battleship dick to <laughs> knock up Jackie. <laughs> you could land aircraft on it. That's an aircraft carrier. Yeah. So it's not that wide. It's carrying a lot of semen. It's wide and flat. <laughs> so clearly Tommy's an asshole, but Jackie is pregnant. She gets knocked up quickly. Mm-hmm. Quickly. That's like chapter two. That's very near the beginning. And he's like, "Are you, sh- are you sure it's mine? Didn't I? Uh, didn't I? Did I in the butt that time? Uh, I could have sworn. <laughs> I think I pulled out in time. No. Yes. Shit. Did. <laughs> <laughs> So at first, uh, so anyway, that sets the tone for the rest of the book, or sets the you know conflict for the rest of the book. Where at first Jackie moves in with Tommy, 
and Tommy acts like he's going to be a father, but you know he's, he's not right away because he can't he can't stand it. And Frank can't take care of himself because June did all the cooking, and then Jackie did all the cooking, and he just is a complete like, how do I live? I'm so alone, and I can't eat. Yeah, he just needs the old other widows to leave pies on his windowsill and shit. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does happen. The neighborhood dogs don't get to eat them. The lady, the lady across the way who uh, feeds him and wants to get fed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, the one thing I, I expected after seeing, you know, such films of Scotland as, like, Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Elliot was Irish, I thought. I know, whatever. There. I know. Scotland was uh, train spotting. Well, even better. <laughs> Braveheart. That's the most realistic one. Uh, yeah, I expected him to cover his face in woad and beat the <laughs> shit out of Tommy the whole book. He never does. I really thought Frank, because like they're working class. I really thought. Yeah, I really living thought up Frank to was stereotypes to of 1981 Scotland. You know, I've listened to a lot of Scottish comedians. I like Frankie Boyle and shit like that. That they would, he would go and just take a system to take death. a spanner and just crack him over the fucking cunt with it. This is it's a pretty it's a pretty chill small town though. I think Edinburgh is a. That's a that's a big city, maybe. I have no idea, actually. I mean, it's relatively large compared to this, which seems to have 12 people. I've, I've, I've been to Scotland. It's really nice. I've never Ed, been. I went to Edinburgh, and I went to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I went to the Orkney Islands, which is like the polar opposite. It's like seven people and a thousand sheep. That's where they make a lot of scotch. Is that right? I mean, when I went, I, they were I mean, just like... I think there's several kinds of scotch. And I, you know, there's the Islays and the Highlands and the Lowlands, and I think Orkney is another one. Or maybe it's just a fun name. Oh, that's where Lord of the Rings was made. I thought it was made in New Zealand. No, no, no. I mean, like, he wrote it there because that's where orcs come from. Really? You're making that up, you son <laughs> yes. of a bitch. I fucking believe it. I was there the whole time with you. Oh, Why do you think he came called them the orcs? Because they were, you know, giant brutish beasts and who they killed had midgets. such large knees, too. It's so Such obvious. large knees, and their teeth stuck out, stuck out up past their mouths. <laughs> oh, Ed and burned us. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, I did go to Scotland, and I went to a, um, a scotch distillery. And they were like... Scotch. How did you live? Uh, I, you know, I could appreciate... A sip, a tiny bit, and uh, a tip of scotch. Yeah, and they, it was cool. I mean, it was actually the only. It was Glen Goyne, which I mean, who knows how it's actually pronounced. I mean, it was a hard time understanding what the guys were saying. To be yeah. perfectly honest, yeah. Sometimes it's like, what are those words? How much scotch did he have? I don't know. But to be fair, he could understand every single word I was saying because I spoke normal English. <laughs> and the thing that was cool is that they like there's like a legal distinction between Highland and Lowland. You know, just like I guess sort of like how champagne can only be made in certain places and stuff like that. This particular distillery, the the line that divides the two Highland and Lowland things is like the street that they're on, and they have their warehouse across the street. Bastards. So they like they brew it or whatever they distill it in one. It's just I forget which one. If it's distilled in Lowland and it's aged in the Highlands, it's like that's eleven feet. They're called mid. <laughs> are they called the Midlands? I I don't know. I was pretty drunk, but I can one appreciate the... it when they're like you like you take a sip and you're like mm, once you get past the notes of burning. Yeah, there's a bit of leather and vanilla and oak and but the nice coconut. ones are quite nice, but oh. it's it's hard to consume in volume and to have it fucking room temperature and yeah. nothing else in the cup. Yeah. So speaking of scotch, <clears throat> what we do the founders? Well, that describes Tommy. Tommy, that yes, does it go does. for Tommy. It totally describes Tommy. Speaking of Tommy, <laughs> this glass is this glass is almost as sweaty as we are. <laughs> uh, Not as sweaty as parts <laughs> of me are. <laughs> This is by Founders, give you a hint, which it, is it from... It that wet. <laughs> you're going to have to change the cushions on this chair. We're just going to burn them. Where the fuck is Founders? Uh, Detroit. No, oh. they're in Michigan, Grand Rapids. Same shit. Founders, dirty bastard. Because <laughs> Tommy is a dirty bastard. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks. He's a dick. He's not only is he shitty to Jackie, he's a dick to Frank, which... He's kind, yeah, he's yep. kind of dismissive. Well, he's kind of, he's kind of a dick to everyone. By the end of the book, he's flat out 
yes. rude to Frank. Well, you know, several things happen. Like he busted in his daughter. He busted in his daughter. <laughs> several other things. <laughs> he has to assemble a baby stroller or something, right? He gets uh, pissed uh, off. The, uh, the crib. Yeah, he's, oh, fuck this shit. Yep. That kid could sleep in the microwave. So this is a scotch ale. I think we've had scotch ale. I think we've had this exact scotch ale at some point. It tastes kind of mm, just like I feel like we have beer, yeah. beer juice. I don't know. After after the last few flurries of awesome beer, this is like eh, this is the, well, this is the lightest. It's only eight and a half percent alcohol, <sighs> though it's very fresh. It was only bottled in April, and we're recording this in who knows when. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. We're, we're unstuck in time. It is a very sweet kind of beer. Yeah, scotch ale. Not a super popular style. Unlike scotch eggs, which is the most popular form of egg. I have had zero scotch eggs in my life. Well, that's because yeah, you're, so, you're so is. counterculture. It's like an egg inside of a hamburger, basically. Yeah, you know, it's like a turkey, ground turkey or something. I don't know. It's fucking I weird. I can't imagine the Scots use turkey. Wouldn't they use like the reddest meat they could find? Yeah, maybe it's not turkey. I don't know. It's it's a meatball with a hard-boiled egg or a soft-boiled egg inside of it. If you get it excited, okay. it gets to be hard-boiled. <laughs> if you touch it, spot. <laughs> it's meat. <laughs> <laughs> the yolk. That's, yeah, egg jizz. Ooh. Yuck. <laughs> I don't want to ever so eat I gotta, eggs again. <laughs> I got to say, Founders Dirty Bastard is not doing much for me. Founders has some amazing beers. Well, you know what? Neither does Tommy. He doesn't do much for anyone. Well, he does a lot for Tommy because he's a dirty bastard. As, as Tommy, this beer is underwhelming compared to things around it. <laughs> but maybe he's got a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the wettest bottle. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he leaves the ladies. <laughs> Apologies to Julie Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knew what she signed up for. I will say, when she approached us on uh, the Twitter as, as the person who manages the Twitter, I was like, have you uh, have you listened to the show? Have you heard it? Not to say that we're, like, controversial or exciting to listen to, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, are, are you sure you want us to do but that? We usually make fun of almost every book, so. And she was like, yeah, I just mean, listened usually. to your Fifty Shades of Grey episode. I was like, well, <laughs> well <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, let's hit the ground running. And tripping over to that big dick. <laughs> I can't wait to do the second book. I don't know what excuse we'll need, but we have to. We, we don't need an excuse at all. We can do whatever we want. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for Arbor Day for his big wood. <laughs> I think Arbor Day is in April. I don't know. Yeah, I think Arbor we already Day. passed Arbor Day. We'll do it for Halloween because it's so spooky how big his dick, his dick is. <laughs> <laughs> how about uh, we do it for Labor Day because it's like you're giving birth to put it inside of you? We could do it for Christmas for his Yule log. <laughs> Like Tommy's Yule log. All right, let's get back to this book. So June, <laughs> really Jackie, Jackie moves in with Tommy because she's all preggers. And, you know, she's going to, like, keep, keep him honest. But you can't keep him honest because he, he's, he's a fucking dirtbag. He's out there just banging sluts Maureen, the Maureen is putting out because she's a hussy-ass bitch. <laughs> she knows. She knows that he's got, he's got a baby in the oven. I mean that metaphorically. <laughs> he's, not, he's not that bad a person. Well, I'll give, yeah, credit where credit's due. He did, he did not live cook a baby. <laughs> or dead cook one. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't know about that. I didn't say that either. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you can't prove Again, a negative. <laughs> probably not what the author intended. But, you know, just a guess. I'm reading between the lines. <laughs> but after about a hot minute. Yeah. All of like, you know. Well, they, they go. They, it's, it's the anniversary of June. Mama June's death. Oh, oh my God. Mama June. Honey boo boo. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there is no baby June yet. You're spoiling mm. the ending. That's not even ending. It's the middle. Spoiling oh God, the middle. I don't think it's so good. Ugh. It is like pure campfire. I'm just, I'm just sweating constantly. It's cooking me from the inside. Like a baby in Tommy's oven. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they go to the grave because it's the anniversary of her death. And, of course, Jackie starts to have a baby. Right there, yep. 
Because it's a ghost baby. Yeah, the guy asked, they call, they call the fucking ambulance. He's like, is it a ghost baby? I was like, what kind of a question is that? Of course, you can't get birth to ghost baby. They just, they just phase through your body. They don't need to emerge from you. Yes, yeah, so we should learn some him science. <laughs> so she has the and, baby. And, and then, but, the, but then the guy on the phone says, oh, no, I'm just joking with you. Let's all send out the ambulance. This it's is fine. Scotland. We don't take health seriously. <laughs> He's trashed. It, it was one in the afternoon. <laughs> so she has the baby and they name it June. Because it's a ghost baby, and it's got the mother's ghost. <laughs> I made that part up. <laughs> but, but we don't know it's not true. Well, she's writing well, she's a sequel. Still, she's, he's still seeing the ghost, so she can't be in two places at once. Not even ghosts can do that. I don't know if that's true. Only twins can do that. <laughs> twin, twin yes, that's ghosts. how twins work, yeah. for sure. It's one person being in two places at once. That's <laughs> why they always wear the same clothes, fucking weirdos. So she moves back in with, she's with Tommy, and she's, she, she's living with Tommy for all of one chapter before. It's like, this baby's too fucking annoying. Move out yeah. of my house. <laughs> Move out of my flat for a while. I'm trying to watch TV, Until and you this your baby shit together. cries all the time, so I, I want to put it in an oven. <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Let me do that. I mean, maybe deep down she's like, this guy is an old piece of shit. Or he's, he's a cunt, but not in the Scottish way. Yeah. Yeah, playing the American <laughs> way. Yeah, he's an American cunt. <laughs> And so she moves out, moves back to Frank. And Frank back is to Frank. fucking and happy. Frank is so happy. But he's because somebody can finally feed him again. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks, Hen. Why don't you start doing my sock laundry? <laughs> it's piled up so high I can't go into the basement. <laughs> no. He's so happy to finally be useful, and he's so happy to not be alone. For the first time in his life. Because <laughs> his, his drunk wife did everything for him. Then she died, and he just relied on the old cat ladies in the neighborhood to feed him. He's, uh, one thing that says, like, he, all he had was for lunch was a salted tomato and a cup of tea. Like... Oh, you salted tomato. It's actually delicious. What is the it? fuck do they eat in Scotland? Holy shit. I don't know. I think they're salted like, tomatoes. I don't know if I want to go there. The, the stereotype of Scotland is that they're like the it's unhealthiest, dirtbaggiest people of the British Isles. I'm not saying a lot because British food is fucking balls. But they're like, <laughs> I think they just eat like deep fried crap and do heroin. They do seem to fry everything in this book. Except the baby. That gets put in the oven of heroin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's baked. <laughs> that was braised. Slow rope. Get low and slow on baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the meat tender. It's like veal. Falling off the bone. <laughs> Those tiny little bones. <laughs> what was this? No, I think that guy was Irish, right? The baby eating one. Oh, you're talking about a modest proposal? Yeah, that's um, what's his English. Name? No, it's about the eating the Irish's baby. That's Jonathan uh, Swift. Swift. John Swift, yeah. John Swift. You, you know him better than us. Oh, I, just, I just said Swift. I thought you said John Swift. Like I, I, I go way back with John. Yeah, Swift. me and Johnny John, Swift. Jonathan is too formal. Me and Johnny Swift used to hang out and eat Irish babies all the time. <laughs> you're not sorry that um, pamphlet, a modest proposal. Nope. You don't. It's a really? good idea. Actually, don't know. Wow, it's a that's what we one of the fun things. Yeah, right. Jonathan Swift he wrote Gulliver's Gulliver's. Oh, Travels. same guy. Yeah. Oh shit. This was like a satire thing about the famine, and it's like, well, this is, pre- this is pre-famine. Oh, was it pre-famine? Yeah. It was. Oh, then just for poor people. It was just about they were dirt poor, poor Catholic Ireland. reproducing. Like there's no. It's like they should Irish. just eat the babies and make their skin into gloves. Like just use the baby <laughs> as a resource. Yeah. <laughs> because they're and it would help them because the baby costs them money to take care of it and and you know to feed it and clothe it and that's they don't they're poor. If they just ate the babies and used them for things, it takes care of itself. It would take care of their other problems. It wouldn't actually be as poor. Everybody wins except the baby. But like, baby skin gloves are very soft. It's only like one glove per baby, though. So maybe two. It depends on your hands. That's true. Ladies' gloves. People were smaller back then. So that's true. <laughs> so um, Tommy kicks uh, June, not June. Sorry, Jackie out. Jackie and June. <laughs> and yeah, the baby is named June. The and then they're June. hanging out with Frank. And then they're just like happy there, just doing their thing, being a you know mm-hmm. hanging out, having fun. Let's drink some of these. That is the sweatiest can in the world. It looks like it's burst out in some sort of allergic reaction. <laughs> what allergies make you sweat? 
Who brought this? Because I didn't. What is it? C for cherry? Oh, I did. How does that work? Uh, C for cherry because many of the things they eat in this book are pies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not dessert pies. They're like meat pies. But Frank eats a lot of pie in this book. <laughs> that is the... In 52 episodes, that might be the best connection yet. It's like, I'm going to the bar. Let me eat a pie. Like, oh, cherry's a pie. <laughs> wow. I was really loose on connections with this one. We needed more. Um, I, I'm not confident about this one because I don't like cherry-flavored anything. It, it's a ghost, right? Is it a ghost? It's by Evil Twin. Ghost-style ale. Brewed with salt and cherry. Oh, fuck. We had a salted tomato. It's only 4.5%. Oh, there we go. There's another connection. And we did mention how uh, wow, only you don't look ghosts. like you're enjoying this. <laughs> oh, oh my. You look oh like you my. just sucked on a black hole dick. <laughs> Not to be confused with a whole black dick. Very different. Oh. You know what? For 100 degree weather, this is actually the best one so far. <laughs> yeah, this is almost refreshing. Almost. I mean, it is, it's, it's the salt. I can taste the salt. If it wasn't quite so sour, it would be refreshing. I don't think it's that bad. I've had ones that are more sour, but I've also had ones that are less. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's mid-ground. Middle salt. Mid-sour. Sour. Mid I, I, I agree. I know what you're saying. There, there are things, you know, where it's just the tiniest bit of pucker. There's one that tastes like an old sweat sock. Yeah, this is, this is, this is moderate. This is I don't really taste any cherry, but maybe that's because I don't know what cherries taste like. <laughs> is this like me and pears? <laughs> it's, like, it's hard <laughs> like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> cherries are like little potatoes, right? They grow in trees. Yeah, you got to watch out for that middle, the pit in the middle like a regular potato. <laughs> uh, I taste cherry. I guess, I guess a little bit. It's, it, once you, you smell like, it for cr- sure. Yeah, the smell, 100%. And the coloring of it, you get a little oh, reddish. The color, of, the color of the foam is a little redder. The can I, is I, also I can very red. The can, the, well, the label, the can is silver, but the, the label's uh, an off-red. It is, uh, it's not bad. I'm not, yeah. I don't like ghosts normally, but this is actually pretty good. Yeah. It could all, I, I, it's and my the thing book has a ghost in it, which sounds like ghosts. Honestly, this guy's, this one has the most connection to that <laughs> he's ever done. Like, it Holy started out shit. being weird, but there's just numerous, numerous similarities. Just like. The book started off, they were like, I don't think we're going to be nice to this, but actually it's a pretty decent yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually not much more that happens in the book, is there? Well, Frank and... So they're all happy together, and then they're going to be and like... Frank is seeing the real June, or the ghost June, far yes. less frequently. Yeah, because, you know, things are better, and he's busy and again, a ghost he's boyfriend. playing with the baby, and blah, 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 and Tommy is banging Maureen, the button inspector. <laughs> really, I think it's what your job was. She was a quality assurance person at the button factory. And then she wanted to work at the bookies. And he was like, yeah, you could work taking the odds on this duke. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and he, then he realized that she's like stupid and annoying. And he doesn't want to, he just wants to hit, the, hit it and uh, promptly quit it. So he, it complicates matters. Yeah, she starts getting angry at that because he's just shitty to everyone. She was like, hey, it was totally cool with me when you banged me in the back of a car because your pregnant girlfriend was in another place. Yeah, that was fine. But don't treat me like shit. And then they go, oh, oh, what happened? Whoa, what happened there? Another beer. Another beer. This is one I brought, in case you were thinking I didn't bring anything this week. This is uh, from BrewDog USA, which I picked because they're originally from Scotland. And that counts. Yep. And it's called Hazy Jane, and it's a New England-style IPA, which is uh, pretty sweet. It smells nice. I dig this one a lot. This is probably... Either this or the Elvis juice are my favorite of the BrewDog beers that you can get right now. I like this one. The, I, I like mm-hmm. the New England no. IPAs way better than regular IPAs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, this relates to the other character we haven't talked about yet, Viv. Viv, Jackie's She's a friend. girl, and Jane is her girl's name. Yeah. It's also a chimp's name, but whatever. Or like, what? Well, chimp, Jane was the, what was the chimp's name in Tarzan? I got confused. The chimp had a name in Tarzan? I mean, one of the shitty movies. Jane was the woman in yeah. Tarzan. Uh, oh, no, Jane's, Jane Goodall's that one that hung out with chimps. Yeah. She hung out with gorillas. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. No, it was chimps. What? It was chimps. Not gorillas. All right, so I wasn't like she was the gorillas in the mist. Free associating with Robin Williams. Okay, what about gorillas in the mist? That was that was not Jane Goodall. That's that woman that got murdered. <laughs> What's her name? She's a 
Fosse? Diane Fosse? Bob Fosse? That's the dance guy, right? <laughs> Bob Fosse is the dance guy. I don't know what you're talking about. With gorillas, the gorillas in, in the, the Mist? mist. Oh, yeah, that was with Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, well, the, the, the lady lived with the gorillas, and then who's in the middle of the fucking, one of the, one of the civil wars in the Congo? That is not Jane Goodall. Diane Fosse, suck my dick. Is she related to Bob Fosse? <laughs> <laughs> she would just have elaborate dance routines with apes. <laughs> <laughs> they do love to dance with their tiny little legs. So this is a this is a New England style. It's seven point two percent alcohol. Okay. So okay. we're going wimpier and wimpier as the day goes on. So the I guess the I think really resolution delicious. of the book in many ways takes place at Viv's, the party. Viv's birthday. Well, like Viv has, is the only one that's kind of saying at any point to Tommy's uh, a fucking dirtbag. Tommy blows, and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this big party, and the party is that, for for Viv, isn't it? It's Viv's birthday. Because she's a spoiled little brat. Uh, anyway, so there's... Because they're still like 22 years old or something like that. Where People have birthday parties, and they go to bars and get drunk. But like her parents are there. It's like kind of strange. It was the 80s. So Jackie and they're Frank... Jackie and Frank both go. <laughs> Scotland in the 80s. They had just discovered sniffing paint out power. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't James Watt Scottish? The guy who makes the steam engine? He was Scottish, yeah. Bitch. That was in the 80s. <laughs> he traveled <laughs> through time to start the Industrial 80s. Revolution, yeah. <laughs> All right, so they have this big party. And Tommy and, and Maureen and show Frank. up. Did they bring the baby? Yeah, they bring yeah, the yeah. baby. Yeah. They bring the baby. Gotta bring the baby everywhere. And everyone and, loves that fucking baby. And, and Frank eats a meat pie. And Tommy goes in. <laughs> he, because he really is, he really is just jealous. That yeah. He, he wants, he's, he's, he's very all, possessive of he's Jackie. He's busy that she's like doing okay without him. Yeah. He's, and he wants to see if she brings anyone else there. And he's, she's dancing with some like 19 year old bring, schmuck. She brings the orderly from the uh, hospital she works at. Right, because she's like a, a she's a nurse. nurse. Is she a full-on nurse, or she's like a nurse's bitch? Like she I gets mean, yelled at by the mean nurse. Back then, it's who knows. She nurses for old people and like hospice care. But like the moment she spends more than thirty-eight seconds with a patient, the, the nurse ratchet is like, "Hey, move it along." Only more Scottishly. Oh, you along it, cunt. Yeah, but she she finds that little nice. I think it's like a ginger or something. I don't know. He had like long. Derpy fucking emo hair. But he was like the janitor or an orderly. And she's like, yeah, I'd fuck that. I'd let him open my doors. Janitor means doorman. Really? Latin, bitch. I just remember in Scrubs, the janitor always faked me a doctor. He was Dr. Jan Etor. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm sweating so unbelievably much. I need another beer. This is another one I brought. Uh, this is um, Magic Hat, Wee Heavy Champ, the Scotch Ale. And they say we a lot in this. They sure fucking do. And I not in like the singular plural. We hen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is from the Humdinger collection. I'm just trying to find out how it sounds like you this. made that up. I, I'm, I'm reading. I'm not you, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't just fucking make shit up all the goddamn time. <laughs> Some of those are real. It does. Oh, 8% alcohol. There it is. So another Scotch ale. So we, interesting to compare with the founders. Dirty bastard. So it's from Vermont. That means it likes Bernie Sanders and Ben and Jerry's. Who doesn't like Ben and Jerry's? Besides vegans who aren't people. <laughs> like fuck Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just a vegetarian. I don't know. Uh, I think he's pronounced douche. <laughs> Definitely not getting the second book. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little fuller feeling than the dirty, ba- dirty bastard. This one's nice. It's perfectly okay. It's a little. There's like a little more bitterness in there to back it up. I think. Who makes this? I like Bur- this. Magic yep. Hat. Magic Hat. This is way better than Number Nine. Number nine is just kind of me. Yeah, it's just like, here's our basic-ass shit beer. And I didn't know they actually made any other beers. Oh, they have tons of beers, yeah. I think we've had a few other ones in there. We had Circus Boy mm-hmm. for uh, 
something oh, we get this way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, I only really I see 98% of the beers I see by Magic Hat are number nine. They need to branch out more. Would you say 99% of them? Yes, I would. Yeah. I was saying nine. <laughs> they, have, they, have a, they have a lot of different beers. But Magic, Magic Hat number nine is not a bad beer. No, it's, it's just it's, not it's, amazing. It's fine. Beer. It's, it's like, you know, the, you're like a go to. This is all they have? All right, that's fine. I think it's a great beer. Magic Hat number nine, that is, is a great beer for like someone who doesn't, who only had shitty beer their whole life. And like, hey, if you're looking to try branch something out from, a little different, branch out from Bud Light. Like, hey, this is a beer that I think it has like a little bit of apricot in it or something. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's actually interesting, but it's not, all, it's not like here, have this Imperial IPA that's aged in a barrel with a dead kid in it. And you're like, oh, that's intense. <laughs> that's flavor. <laughs> that's how they get the spirits directly into it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is um, very different than number nine. It's very sweet. But it has like a little bitterness on the finish, something like that makes it a little more, um, just feels a little more balanced, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's nice. A caramelly like kind it. of flavors. Yeah, it's nice. I like this. I'm not a huge Scotch ale fan. I like It doesn't come up often. <clears throat> That's for sure. So they had this big party, and Tommy the Cunt is there in the American way. And he. Say, baby. <laughs> and um, if anyone gets that joke, besides me and Jimmy, we're all wearing the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are wearing the shirts. Nate still isn't quite sure what it is. <laughs> Send us a message on Twitter. <laughs> to say, I got that. And I'll be frankly impressed. Frankly. Ooh, nice. <laughs> As Frank would be. Yep. So um, so they have the, so there's a fight. So Tommy goes in. and Tommy starts shit. He's like, hey, and then he gets yeah. fucking knocked the fuck what out. What are you doing, cunt? You're talking to my cunt over there. Cunt. <laughs> Hen. And then <laughs> he punches the fucking mopey douchebag orderly janitor nah, in son. the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he does. But then he gets taken the fuck out by who? Viv. Viv. Not Frank. No. Viv. Frank is just like, hey, that's not cool. Yeah, he's like, oh, my palpitations. I have to sit back and be a bitch. And then Viv fucking snuffs him like a goddamn <laughs> Scottish candle. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> and then he's a ghost. And then June fucks him up. That would have been a much more exciting ending. Like, Whoa, <laughs> a little bit. This took a turn. Did not see that coming. Because it didn't happen. Yeah, that's oh, true. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Viv just kind of goes bananas on him because she's a drunk... Scottish woman in 1982. You fuck up a lady's birthday, and it's her birthday. Yeah, you fuck, you fuck up a lady's birthday. She's gonna she's gonna take you out. I guess. And then Tommy, you know, is not a total asshole that he doesn't punch her back in the face. He yeah. just leaves. But it, but Maureen stays, right? Doesn't Maureen like? Yeah, oh no, yeah, no, I feel she, bad. she finally realizes that he's a that he's a dirtbag. I just it noticed. Her, it took her nine yeah. years. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I knew when he used to call me whore and spit on me in bed. But you know, it I'm felt into that. weird. <laughs> And, uh, and then there's then there's like a, kind a, of a time a jump? party at the end. There's a little bit of a time jump because and they have like the baby's christening. christening because you know because the priest is important there. The priest keeps oh, yeah, showing the priest, up at their house. The priest with, with the, his like fucking weird his, old man toes. Yeah, <laughs> he's got. Oh yeah, he spends a lot of time talking about this lady, the dude's toes. Yeah, like what priest wears sandals? First of all, in Scotland, I mean, maybe taught there. I don't know. I mean, he sounds like a missionary from the 1300s. He's got just. Giant, I didn't know your priest was Saint Francis of Assisi. Giant weird colored toenails. Oh, they're like yellowed old man toes. Like he hasn't filed them down. Bird talons. But he sounds like he's he has a monk's tonsure on, and he's wearing a brown robe. What the fuck is a tonsure? That's that haircut where you shave off the top of your head. Oh, and you look like an asshole. You look like, like Friar Tuck, like the opposite of the uh, the kung fu monks, where it's just the top of the head. Yes, totally. They <laughs> made they made a pact back in the days. Like you guys take the top, we'll take the bottom. Like, good. <laughs> and the priests were like, "Yeah, we'll definitely take the bottom." <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're young. Did I tell the story in the podcast of how the priest? No, you haven't. I told you guys. You, yep. Yeah, you asked us about it, but... and you guys both like, looked at me and said, "Like." This is the time. No, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now's the time. So I mean, it's a Catholic priest. Right? I'm pretty certain it's a Catholic priest. It's not a uh, Anglican guy. Yeah, I mean, they say priest, so I mean, I guess. Might as well be. So fair game. I mean, whatever. Diddler's a diddler. Fairly recently, I went to Catholic school uh, up until eighth grade. 
It's like, you know, a long time ago now. But fairly recently, a private investigator came to my house and he was like, hey, are you, you know, and he said my name. I was like, maybe. <laughs> are you drunk, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> are you drunk, Mike? I was like, not right now. Like, <laughs> I just got home. Though It was like a, like a Thursday afternoon. And in typical white trash Queens fashion, I was wearing like basketball shorts and drinking a beer in my undershirt on the porch. <laughs> While my pregnant wife was there. <laughs> and he's like, are you? Uh, I was like, y- maybe. Yeah. And my wife and I's whole our big concern was like, oh, this fucking guy, who is he? First, we saw him park across the street illegally and like block some sort of like no parking area. And we're like, oh, he's probably going to go yell at those neighbors down the block we don't like. Let's watch that. And then he comes Little up. did you know? He has like a, he, you know, like a middle-aged white guy with like a padfolio in his hand. You know, like one of those black foldable things. You padfolio, a real word? Oh, it's a real word. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's coming up with that and like, oh, no, he's like a housing inspector. He knows about that bathroom that has a shower in it we're not supposed to have. It doesn't exist. That bathroom doesn't exist here. I mean, that we wanted to have. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> thank God we didn't do that. And then, like, oh, we can't hide now. He's definitely seen the six foot three man on the porch in his underpants drinking a beer at 4.15. <laughs> Shit. So he comes up and we're like, yeah. And he's like, hey, I have to ask you some questions about Farther. I'm not going to say his real name. Let's just say it's Father... Uh, it doesn't. I can't even barfer. think of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it says, yeah, father, what's his meaning? And you're like, oh, yeah, I definitely know who that guy is. And he's like, uh, well, I'm here investigating, and uh, there's been accusations made about him. I was like, really? Awesome. Pull up a chair. <laughs> now, full disclosure, I was deemed too chubby or ugly a child to molest. He never molested me. But in <laughs> but as I recount, he's like, this was the priest at my school when I was in middle school, and he was like the coolest priest because the previous priest, you know, just did priest things like mass. Not fun. This guy would like take us to the this movies every ass. once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> he handled the balls. This priest would like take us to the movies and like get a- hamburgers. And his bedroom. <laughs> and, to uh, get a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This all happened. And so we'd hang out at this priest's office because like, the rectory was right across the street from the school. But his rectory was so much closer. <laughs> I think you mean the rectum ring. So I was going on and on, and like the guy's asking me questions, and I don't tell me any secrets, guys, because I sang like a songbird. Like I told everything. He was like, "Did you ever? Uh, did you ever go to the movies with him?" I was like, "Yeah, he definitely drove us in his car to the movies, and we saw me, myself, and Irene." And he's like, "Wow, that's really detailed." It's funny because the priest said, "Me, myself, Irene." <laughs> Which I mean, not really me, myself, and he was like an R-rated, super raunchy movie to take twelve-year-old boys to see yeah. without their parents there. And he's like, "Oh, it's actually one of my later questions was, have you ever been in his car?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember exactly what his car was like. It was like a 1998 white something, whatever." Like. And I know what his license plate was. And he's like, why do you know that? He had vanity plates. So he went through all this thing and he's this whole shit. And he's the only time I clammed up was when he's like, do you know anyone? And so when did you go? Who was in the car? And I was like, oh, it was me and my brother. And he's like, oh, your brother. Do you? And I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't have my brother get involved. I was like, oh, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I think he's dead. I was like, I don't talk to him anymore. He's dead to me. I don't know. I don't know about him. So sorry, brother. I know you're not dead. Talked to you yesterday, but I didn't want you to get harassed in another state by this guy. Yeah, that's probably reasonable. But then he was like, "Any other kids?" Like, "Oh, let me get let me get out the yearbook. I'll tell you." And I was like, "So, uh, so when do?" I, and as I'm telling all these stories, my wife is there, and she's like, "Holy shit! What are you saying? This is real." Like she's looking at me, like, like shaking her head, like, "Don't say these things. These can't be true." Like, no, no honey, he didn't say that he did anything. He just took you in a car to keep the movies. But then he'd like he, he reamed other kids. But he's like, "So what was? It? Did you go in his office ever?" I was like, "Yeah, I was in his office all the time. He had free candy." Like, oh, God, that doesn't sound good, does it? Sometimes he took us in his oh. car to Rollin' Roaster. Just like Brooklyn. It's not close. Rollin' Roaster? Is, yeah. No idea. It's a shitty chicken place in Brooklyn. Why would you go there? Because he was like, hey, you want to go get food? And I was like, free shit. I'm 12. I have no money. But, like, that's far away. 
everything's far away when you live in fucking no. We don't I have to drive. I feel like you could find another chicken place not in Brooklyn. I don't know why he picked us Tadekas there, but we went there. Then we're like, wait a second, who do you work for? Like, who does number two work for? Like, <laughs> he's like, did, did he work with the priest? He works for the church. And he was like, we were like, can you see, like, before we started, we asked him this, and like, can you see some credentials? And he's like, here's my ID that says like. Did he show you his uh, salish or whatever the fuck it's called? What's that? The, the uh, leg thing? The leg thing? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't have one of these. He's not on the <laughs> Opus, you're day. In Opus Day. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, uh, he was like, yeah, well, someone's got to pay us. I was like, that's fair. I'll take that. And then that's after, what the other kid said. <laughs> and then he was like, can, uh, so that's it? After all those questions? It's like a 45 minute thing that this guy's hand was cramping from writing down all the crap I remembered. And he's like, all right, well, thanks a lot. Yeah, it was weird. And his license plate was definitely this. I think you're right. The greatest witness ever. It was was weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's like, "Uh, all right, thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, Probably, you know, what's the number if I ever get back to you for more questions? Will you tell us what happens? Like, please? He's like, no, you're probably never going to hear anything else. Like, God damn it. They'll just ship him to Minnesota. Well, apparently the guy no longer practices as a priest. He's a master now. But yeah, so the... That happened right around the time I was reading this book, and it's like this priest is just coming into their house eating candies and shit. That seems normal. And then I was I, mean, I was told it's not. I was told it's not normal. So maybe, maybe in small towns, I feel like it's probably more normal. But he would just come in and eat like he was a big fat guy in the book. He's very fat. A big fat guy with ugly feet, with weird toes, <laughs> long toes, toenails. Maybe, to- the to- maybe the toes too. What's wrong with having long toes? Nothing. <laughs> just get long toes and toenails, and it's like four foot long feet. That's how clowns wear their shoes. Because <laughs> they all have long toenails. <laughs> they grow them out to hold them on. And they like tie it, curl them up in like uh, balls. Oh, gross. <laughs> that is so vile. You ever saw that? The Guinness World Records? Oh, I know that. That's exactly what I was the, thinking of. The, yeah. the fucking, mm. They look like pinwheels. Yeah, that's vile. But like a dead snake. We have one more beer. I told you my story. I confessed. And then we'll get to the end of the book. But, oh, that was a loud one. We've had this before. Yep. But it makes more sense for this one. I don't know what we had it for last time, but I don't care. Oh, because a dog. I think we did it for Harry Potter. <laughs> which hasn't come out. Oh, oh it did right. come out. Yeah, it's yeah, it did, yeah. So this is Brewdog Elvis Juice. Which makes sense because Elvis is dead, or is he? <laughs> Maybe he's not. Also because of the Scottish thing. I went for it. And I just really like this beer. I actually have a keg of this. We were drinking it this weekend at our pig roast. I drank a significant amount of this, yeah. This is, I, I, I actually really like this one. Because the Brewdog ones are generally, the Brewdog USA ones are generally pretty good. Even the IPAs, which are not my thing, but their IPAs are, they're different. Yeah, these two are really solid. Punk IPAs are meh. I like the punk one. I thought it was kind of underwhelming. Like, I do not like grapefruit or IPAs. And for some reason, that one's like, oh. That's this one. That's the oh, this one. is this one. Yeah. Okay, then this is the one I like. I don't yeah. remember the punk one. Punk, yeah, punk's kind of, like, forgettable. It's why it's, it's their biggest seller overseas, but not here. Mm. Like, a lot of the beers that were big in the UK and the Europe market don't really fly over here because they're just not, they don't make an impact. This this is their biggest seller in the States, I think. I, I fuck with that. Nate and I put a mm-hmm. dent in that keg this weekend. We roasted did, an yeah. entire pig. I missed that because I was in Las Vegas roasting my uh, entire soul. That's the place to do it. So I like I love this, and I've said it before. It, like the grapefruit flavor does not seem like the actual grapefruit you encounter in nature. No, it's because actual grapefruits are the worst thing on the entire earth. They're the Nazis of fruit. They're worse than Nazis. They're the Tommy of fruits. No one <laughs> likes grapefruit. Some people still like Nazis, for reason I understand, but no one likes grapefruit. <laughs> Yeah, this is delicious. They have its own spoon covered in knives. You can stab the fuck out of it so it dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's really good. So the rest of the book, they have their little party. Viv shoots, uh, beats the shit out of Tommy because he's a coont. He's and, a coont. And then we jump ahead in time. And then uh, there, and the priest jump? the whole time has been like, hey, oh, yeah. come back to church. That collection plate's missing you. Get up on that shit. And then they, and then they give the baby a christening. That's, yeah. The passion of the Christ too. The christening. <laughs> This time it's personal. <laughs> it is. It's for one baby. <laughs> um, and then they have yeah, a party. <laughs> and then everybody's happy. And then the ghost is like, cool. And even and it Maureen, walks away. It pulls a Patrick Swayze. Yeah. 
dies of prostate cancer? Yeah. <laughs> she dies again. They put the baby in the corner? Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> and what happens to Maureen? Maureen? Doesn't Maureen show up at the party oh. with a gift and it's like, I'm so sorry? And everybody's like, you're cool. That dude was a coonth. <laughs> the most uncoonth guy. <laughs> most uncoonth. Like, yeah, you brought a gift. That's cool. If you didn't bring a gift, we would have beat the shit out of you, but... You brought a package of bottles and a, a mobile. It's just a picture of a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> a steaming pile of sheep turds. Oh. I already got three of those. <laughs> Are we going to keep them all? They have their party, and that's and then at the end, the ghost of June walks away. Right? That's how yeah. it ends. She leaves. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why did that ghost walk away? Not She's just done. Like vaporized. Like, you know, well, she vaporized to... as she walked away. She didn't like walk to... The bus? Knocking on heaven's door. I have a feeling when this was presented as a play, they didn't have the budget to have an actor just disappear. So that's no, called that's called away. murder. <laughs> <laughs> they can only do she that exploded. in one <laughs> And then June disappeared. Different as the actress hologram every time. The two pocket. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, uh-huh. they'll totally get that reference in Scotland. For Everyone sure. knows Tupac. He's like our Elvis. I meant the hologram <laughs> reference, but they don't have holograms over there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm they pretty might. sure Scotty beamed shit up over there too. Yeah, <laughs> Scotty did all the beaming. Have you guys ever read Scottish Twitter? No. It's like a collection of tweets from Scotland, but it's all written out phonetically like they speak. So it's just like, (laughs) what the fuck am I reading? (laughs) They're really funny. They're really funny. When I went to Scotland, the tour guide kept saying, like, this is the Manavara in the world. And I was like, (laughs) world? (laughs) World. And I spent the next, I didn't listen to anything else. So just straight autistically was like, world, 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 world. And they just kept trying to make that noise. I met a Scottish dude in a bar in Amsterdam. And oh, as you do. Yeah. He, just, he was hilarious. He was like, man, I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> the book is a little bit short, but I really liked the parts where it's Frank talking or or frank's thinking about his dead wife where frank's missing his dead wife that part turns you on huh <laughs> no i just mean th- that part is those parts are really well written i think that is a, definitely the best part of the book i actually totally agree with that yeah i do too i think some parts of the book were like very dialogue heavy which now that you remind me of it having started as a play makes a whole lot of sense yeah you know there wasn't a lot of narration it was just like this person mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. they said blah, 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 blah. he said as he ate a pie <laughs> you know like it's, it's a little dialogue that's fine with me i don't mind dialogue it's like a you know no, totally. Gets the point across. It does, but you know, sometimes they want a little at risk of getting too serious for this podcast. But I totally vibe with this book on a few levels. Uh, when my dad died, a lot of this shit happened to us. It was like uh, so not, none of our kids, none of us kids had a baby, but like cousins had a baby, and they moved in with the house, and it made everything better. And there was something for something for my mom to do, and like they had the baby, and someone else took over cooking. It was like it's weirdly similar. So I mean, a lot of the the, the feelings in it is like, yeah, no, this makes a hundred percent sense. So that's you know, it's weird, but. I dug it. It, made, it, it, it was that. very apt. Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to not think about it too much because the drunkest I've ever been <laughs> is when I get Jimmy's dad drunk. That was very drunk for my And I get all sad and start crying <laughs> about Jimmy's dad. We'll have to finish all these scotch ales. Are these other ones? What are these? Quick, make something, say something mean about Jimmy's dead dad. <laughs> oh, she's just so fucking dead. <laughs> Guy's never around. <laughs> he hasn't showed up any, for anything in years. Real deadbeat. So anything else? So which beer wins? I'm still drinking this McKellar beer. It is delicious. Uh, it was either the I say either the McKellar beer or the very the first Islay. one. The Islay Islay Island, yeah. Also the Deadhead, but I'm, I say it's probably the McKellar or the Islay. Well, it sounds like Jimmy's the winner for today, one way or the other. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. because I got most of the beers for this one, just by numbers. Nate got zero. No, so I got one. Oh. I got I got the founders. Oh, all right. yeah, the shitty one. Thanks, Nate. You really <laughs> well, saved us. So. The book was fun. There's it's part of a trilogy apparently because everything's a trilogy or a now. Trilogy mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, there's only one out. She has another book about Morrissey, which frankly I'm not too psyched about. Frankly. 
probably not going to read that. But this book was actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine too many people listening to our podcast have read it before, but I'd encourage you to go out and read it. It's actually a fun, quick read. Yeah. It was like a train ride and a half, and it was enjoyable the whole way through. So thank you again to Julie Hamill for sending us this book. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. If, if, you ever, if you've listened to this far and you want to, and the second one's out, I think we're game. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Right. I'm down. Yeah. So thanks again. And um, that concludes the first year of the Drunk Guys Book Club podcast. The first season. You're an asshole. I see people online. They're like, we just finished season three of our podcast. Like, what do you mean? Like, the, uh, like four episodes. Yeah, we'll say that to my, my college ska band that I was in. Uh, Not to be confused with his graduate school ska band. I wasn't in one then. <laughs> but our, our only album was called The Complete First Season. There's only 10 songs. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all the songs we ever did. So we've done 52 uh, episodes of this podcast. That are, uh, this marks 52 episodes. We've, so what have we learned over this year of 52 books in 52 weeks? That's pretty, I, for, I would say, like, patting ourselves on the back. Not many people do that. No, for 100% sure. most people don't do that. Right. I would say 80% of the, 90% of the earth doesn't do that. I think that's, I think it's a lowball, yeah. frankly. <clears throat> I think it's 99.9% of the earth. Yeah, think it doesn't like, read 52 books. Yeah, like, I don't need to consider the aborigines of, of Tasmania. Like, just think of the people you know that you went to college with. Most people I know don't read 10 books a year. Yeah. We did 52. And in went year. to college. I mean, we actually did way more than 52 because yeah. we read a lot of other shit just for our own fun. I, I'm, I'm a, a few ahead of the books for just this. <laughs> I read a little slower than you guys, so it's like, I'd like to read a book that I want to read, but occasionally it's like, oh shit, I got to read four more books. Well, yeah, that, that, that has been challenging. I'll actually. catch but up. I'll catch up. Especially what has, uh, we, you know, some of the books we've done this year for me have been rereads. A lot of them. Which is kind of, I'm not really always thrilled to reread a book. Sometimes. I want to say, of the 52 episodes we did, I mean, I could go back and count, but probably something like 40-something were, were rereads. I think, that's, I think it's fewer than that for me. We can go it was, most of the ones I've done with you have not been rereads. Maybe... I'd say more like 30, 25, 30, like half, 50-ish, mm-hmm. 50%. Mine, mine was maybe 10 or 15, maybe. I mean, I'd have to go back and look at the list. Now I'm only like remembering a handful because I've been drunk mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember recording most of these. I never remember recording them when I'm editing it. Yeah. It's fun. It's like I get to relive it. I said that? Sometimes it's like, oh, God, I said that. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> And then Jimmy said that. Yep. And then Nate said, guys, can we just finish? <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So uh, favorite book over the first year? That's tough to pick just one because we've read some actually really good shit. Mm-hmm. American Gods comes right to mind. It does. Cavalier and Clay. I was going to say Oscar Wow. That's also really for good. Both, I, I, say, I might put that up there for the book that is both the best written and the most enjoyable at the same time. I didn't wasn't here for the Oscar Wow episode, but I really fucking enjoyed that book. I mean, it's a cop-out for me because it's already one of my favorites, but Blood Meridian is still... One of my personal favorite books already, so that's kind of cheating, but I don't know. I also like Ready Player One. Ready Player One was probably one of the most it, fun it was, books to read. It was the most fun. It was not the best book by any means, but it was no. the most fun book I've ever read. It was super fun. Fair. Totally fair. Super fun book. Yeah. Worst book? Worst in terms of expectations. Whatever, whatever it means to you. The worst book was City Shades of Grey. Definitely. Worst quality? Yep. By far. Definitely. So Dune was also pretty terrible. Though I, I like Dune. I expected not to like Dune because I tried to read it when I was a kid and I hated it, but I like Dune. I successfully read it no, as a 31-year-old man and I thought so. it sucked ass. I thought that was terrible. Wrinkle in Time was also pretty awful. Wrinkle in Time was, was bad. bad. I'm, I'm going yep. to ignore any, any books meant for like children because I think they're all pretty bad. Yeah, but lots of adults like that book too. So. It's because they read it when they were a kid and they never reread it. Maybe. The, the Alchemist was also a fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I had a violently negative reaction to The Alchemist. I really didn't like it. I wasn't here for that one, but from what I've read, I never read it, but from what I've read of the book and from what you guys said, I know I would hate it. I hate that hippie bullshit. Because we nailed yep. it. Mm-hmm. The true analysis is on our podcast. We won't say what we nailed it to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess a Fool was one of the funniest books. 
you know, if there's a book that is not that well known, at least compared to the rest of them, it would be Fool. But it's really Christopher good. Moore is pretty big. But it's not as fa- he's not as famous yeah. as yeah, he's not as famous as George Orwell. Margaret and, Atwood, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though also a very good book, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale was pretty good. Pretty so, good. I, I thought it was a very good book. So some of the books we read, we picked because we were trying to like cash in on shit being topical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them, looking back on the year, we realized like I, I think that book was not that great, and we didn't get much out of cashing in on that. Like, nope. Like I didn't really care for Joe Nesbo's The Snowman. Well, that's because. No one even cashed in on that movie. That's true. <laughs> movie was a flop also. But I also really didn't think, I don't know, looking back, the Underground Railroad, that was we, kind of like... What was that cashing in on? Well, it was just, it just won the It had just won Pulitzer. the Pulitzer. Oh, uh, okay. It was, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't really I, get that was a metaphor until you guys said that, but... Yeah, it was just, it was, uh, I thought it was just weird. Annihilation's another book that I think I, is stupid. No, I really liked Annihilation. I like that a lot. I tried watching the movie recently. It was I, horrendous. I loved that movie. It was the stupidest thing I've it's ever that, watched. It's that really weird dude. Uh, whatever his fucking name is. It was is. like watching four autistic people pretend to be scientists. Yes. But it was really cool. It just felt like that. It was it was a very strange movie, but it was also a very strange book. Uh, you know what? No one has said Moby Dick is their least favorite book. So suck oh, on that. Least favorite mm-hmm. book would be Moby Dick, but <laughs> worst book is still Fifty Shades of Grey. You mean least favorite read? Because uh, yeah. Moby Dick, because yeah. it's just... I actually, I, at, at points, I enjoyed Fitch's Grey because it was so terrible, it was almost laughable. Moby Dick was just a relentless onslaught of boredom. Still, I don't know. Maybe I have, like, Moby Dick-induced Stockholm Syndrome, and I like it. A lot of people do. It's just, I, I don't. Well, we have to pick another 52 fucking books, guys. I don't know any yep. books. Though I am a little bit concerned that we will run out of famous books. I mean, I know Not it doesn't quickly. seem possible, but we're, we're going to run out of we're gonna really, start, really famous books. We're going to start doing books that no one knows. Yeah. Because oh, we didn't already do a few of those. We did. Today. We did one of those today. That's true. There's plenty of books out there, and we've done almost no nonfiction. There's still, there's still four more Harry Potters. Plus the, the fucking stupid Cursed Child. Oh, I haven't read that one. That's a piece of fucking cunt. We'll get American, there. not Scottish cunt. Definitely American cunt. Um, okay, so what's our best episode? She's a great one yeah. of the funniest things we've ever participated in. Yeah. That and Are You There, God, is me, Margaret. Also, that was our drunkest, I think. That, my, that was probably the drunkest day of I remember, my life. I remember almost none of it. Of your life? I don't know. No. No, I actually no. can't <laughs> know exactly what you're thinking about. <laughs> uh, no, well, Moby Dick was definitely the drunkest episode. It was oh, definitely the longest, that too. Was, that was yeah. Like mm-hmm. the book. It got, it got to be that we started 100% sober, and it got to be one of the drunkest, which is saying a lot. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, I think the Jurassic Park one turned out pretty good. That was really solid. I thought so, too. In terms mm-hmm. of, like, sheer volume of stupid things. <laughs> that sheep joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> that and the uh, fingering the dinosaurs. I'd say also any episode where I got Nate to cry was really funny. <laughs> cry from laughing, by the way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and for listeners, if you didn't know, there are some ridiculous things that we've had to cut out of the podcast. So if you want to hear those live, send us an email and you can hang out with us and hear us say things that are not for mixed company. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, wait, there are things that are worse than what you heard? <laughs> oh, yes. my God, there Ten, really are. Tens of minutes per episode. <laughs> Sometimes it's a really... Like, in Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, there's a part where I was editing it, and it was just, I got to stop here, and like eight minutes later, I could start using the material <laughs> again. We were, I think I, I was all borderline unconscious for that one. Just whatever you want to blame for the things that we said, that's fine. How about best beer? Oh, man, I don't even fucking remember most of them. Yeah, I barely remember the ones we did today. Yeah. Well, anything else? I mean, I'm looking forward to another year of uh, doing this with you gentlemen. If you have any book recommendations, please send them. We still have to read Infinite Jest. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't have... There's no way I can read Infinite Jest and three other books in a month. That might have to be a special episode, but we'll find... Or we got to do the Bible. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's also really long. I think we should. We could do each book of the Bible. I think we should do that. I think it'd be hysterical. Oh God, the Book of Job. <laughs> <laughs> this week we read this second epistle to the whoever the fucks. Two Corinthians. Yeah, Corinthians here too. Huh? <laughs> said now. <laughs> God damn it! It's, it's going in your head, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, if you know what that song is, or you have any other comments, why don't you send us a message? If you don't know what that song is, or if you suck, or maybe you live in Scotland, send us a message on uh, Twitter. If we're Drunk Guys BC. Follow us, or whatever the fuck you want to do there. Or send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club. And if you manage to listen this long, why not uh, go onto iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the fuck you listen to us and or give Google us a review? Play. Yeah, Google Play. That, that's yeah, that we need way more reviews on Google Play. That's for sure. We'll take them wherever you want to give it to us. Send, <laughs> give us a review you'd like. Just round it up to five stars. You could write mean things. We're cool with that. Totally fine. Five Just stars. The stars are all that matter. They really do. And uh, we'll share the reviews on the are internet. They, if you get a they, funny one. Are mm-hmm. they stars on Google too, or is it like five Gs or like know. a the unicorn's anus? <laughs> Give us five unicorn ani. <laughs> Is ani a plural? Anasaurum. And, <laughs> and um, we'll see you for the next season next week. Next week, yeah. When Thanks. We read who goes who fucking knows. Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut, I think. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.